Welcome. This is not your average musician podcast with me, Isaac Hernandez, and the perceptive Dalton McLaughlin. What is going on, bro? Not a whole lot. Just grinding it out, being perceptive, apparently. <laughs> and um, yeah, I'm, I'm really not to get too excited about today's Teaching Tuesday, but it's actually something that I've been doing a lot of. It's okay. I know you're pumped about Lately, this which is, specific episode. Which is monitoring and structuring your practice. Yes. It's a topic that I can relate to that is fun. Um, so that's uh, the the good vibes are real with the perceptive Dalton. Oh, I know. Yeah, when Dalton and I decided, hey, he's like, what is this Teaching Tuesday going to be about? And he was like, structure practice. And then his eyes lit up. And I was like, all right, let's make it about structured practice, which Dalton is an expert at practicing. He's not only an expert at guitar, but he's an expert at guitar because he's an expert at practicing. So got to know how to practice, bro. Yeah. Yeah. This is no accident. And you have definitely helped my sloppy rock player ass shape up over the last year or so with like it just throwing me little things They're like hey buddy why don't you try throwing in the metronome here once in a while oh uh, like the, the the my favorite thing to throw at isaac is the metronome gif and there's one that like the little the little weight on it it's the old school wind up metronome it's like the illuminati eye you know so i'm like the metronome it's, wa- it's watching you <laughs> yeah man and today uh I'm throwing Dalton at all of you. So it's not just me and him in the DMs, but him giving me metronome gifts. So today, what we're going to do is give you three tips for structured practice, how you can create your structured practice. Because if you're anything like me and all over the place where it's like, oh, one day I want to work on this, one day I want to work on that. Oh, today I don't feel so good. And then I don't practice for like a week. And then Dalton, I text him and he's like, hey, I'm practicing, bro. Hey, I'm practicing. Like every time I call him, it's like he's practicing. Or I hear the in the background. I'm like, good God. So with Uh, that. Before, by the way, if you're out there, if you're listening to Not Your Average Musician Podcast 1, we love you. Uh, We like the support. Obviously, smash the like and subscribe button on all platforms. And share it with your friends, share it with your family, share it with people who are interested in music, mm-hmm. uh, share it with people who want to learn a little something. Um, because obviously Teaching Tuesday is supposed to teach you something. So It's a thing, guys. It's a thing yeah. that's here to stay. So it's, uh, yeah, definitely. Thank you. I can't. For, I almost. For, I almost forgot about our own plug. Can you believe that? You can't, you can't do I that. Can't, I know, I know. But... That's why, bro. See, always the words perceptive. You're like, this guy's yeah. about to mess up right now. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so uh, before we get into the three tips, they are coming up really, really soon. But we want to talk about some things, some things you should keep in mind before you dive into making your structure plan. That's good. They're going to help you before we get into the three tips. So I'll kick it off. I know I know Dalton has a lot to say today and I'm definitely going to pass the ball real quick. But some things that I want you to think about before you start making your plan is number one, what do you want to get out of a practice session? And I know 
you know, even when I say it aloud, this, this, sometimes we know things it's like, duh, that's so obvious, but I can't tell you how many times I've sat down and like not even be remotely clear. I'm like, eh, I guess I'll just work on this. So I think there's a big difference between knowing and like ask the question as we go through these tips and, and points today, are you actually doing these? I think that's the biggest one. Like, are you actually doing this? Are you actually, you know, seeing what you want to get out of your practice session? And this goes back to goal setting and looking ahead that we talked about in the last Teaching Tuesday. This is a two-week segment about practicing and performing. Today, we're more into practicing. And then, you know, that goes about, like, asking a question, like, what kind of player do you want to become? That's going to inform everything because we can't do everything. And I think Dalton would agree. Like, for example, Dalton could say, like, yo, you need to work on, you know, some flamenco stuff. But me, I'm thinking, I was like, I don't want to be a flamenco player. So, you know, just you don't need to practice something just because somebody you're, says you should you're gonna save yourself a lot of time right there god <laughs> that is such a hard genre of guitar um, i believe it i can't i want to stay away from it. I, it's cool but I, i'm gonna stay away from it <laughs> they're freaking monsters but yeah no you gotta know what you want to do yes so. yes and i think having a, a clear picture of that so with that being said what's another thing that we should be thinking about um we talked about it a little bit last time, uh, just setting goals. We talked about smart goals. Um, so as far as like what do you want to become, and it's just like also good to like have goals. And even if you're like, hey, I want to be better at rock guitar, flamenco, or whatever, like mm -hmm. you can't just look at the end goal in mind, right? Like you have to have little micro goals for you because mm -hmm. if you just skip ahead to like, and I think that's like the problem probably with, I mean, not to pick on the teenage musician, but you, you hear Jimmy Page, right? You go into your guitar lesson, and maybe you're not prepared for Jimmy Page because he's, like, one of the best rock guitarists of all time, definitely in the top few. And you're like, I want to play the solo to Stairway to Heaven. And you're just like, there is a lot of other hoops you got to jump through and practice mm -hmm. before. But it's good to have that end goal in mind, but if yeah. you're – Right off the bat, like, I can't tell you how many times I've had a kid of that age group just say, I want to play this solo. I'm like, dude, like you can't even play your scale with the metronome. <laughs> and you wanna, you're want to, you telling me you want to play like one of the most mm -hmm. awesome guitar solos and you can't even go da-da-da-da with the clicks? I'm like, no. Like, yeah. You need both. And you need both. You need the long term, but you also need to see where you're at today. And I think that's where like – a teacher really helps out so you're not jumping the gun and just shooting yourself in the foot trying to practice so hard. Something that's too hard, you know, it's something to manage, you know, your expectations and a path. That's what I tell my students, like, all right, that's what you want to play. I'm like, all right, I need you to trust me. I'm going to get you there. I want to get you there. I want you to get there. But today we're going to work on this, which yeah. is one of the many steps to get you to where you want to go. Yeah. Going back on the wonderful smart goals, R is realistic, which I think is mm -hmm. super important. Definitely. Another thing to keep in mind is the, the minutia, and we're just kind of like diving into it, where it's like, what should you be practicing? You know, are you going to be composing improvisation? Is it a specific piece of music? So this goes back to the previous thing that we mentioned, which was like, what kind of player do you want to become? Because if you're like, you know, want to be a rock player maybe and you like maybe a certain specific style maybe you really like the grateful dead 
you know so maybe you don't want to practice really set songs maybe you want to focus in on those uh mixolydian scales and pentatonic scales and and like just jamming out just developing ideas you know how to build cool phrases how to be interesting and just keep switching it up maybe that's something you want to practice you know if you want to be a classical guitar player you know you got to practice something different you know so yeah, you, you need to practice a the vast repertoire you can't yes. just show up to your your classical guitar lesson and go uh yeah guitar guitar master hernandez i've been practicing <laughs> uh my scales for the last two weeks yeah like you got to play like a piece of music yeah like nobody's gonna listen to the a concert of you just playing scales <laughs> i mean maybe i don't know yeah but yeah no you got to know what you want to play and then you can also have different interests and have different days like you're saying that you can't have that day where you're exploring different scales or modes or whatever and that that should be like a chunk of time like mm -hmm. you shouldn't go all right i'm gonna do like my mixolydian scale for 20 minutes and then this other thing for 15 and then i'm gonna scroll through instagram for five seconds <laughs> while i like pee like no like you gotta like you know you gotta have things that make a cohesive yes plan for like the day obviously like a long one but like the micro the cohesive plan for the day of what's going on and why you're doing it and well it's know, a like, bunch of the small ones that would lead you to the big ones you know it's every every day in and out those are the ones that are going to get you to the big ones. so if they're all over the place you're going to be zigzagging towards your goal this is not good don't not don't good do yeah so Another thing to keep in mind is like what you now that you know what to practice is like how to go about it. And really this it gets see, we're getting a little more and more into the minutia where it's like this part is really identifying the demands of the area that you're trying to focus on. For example, like if you're trying to focus on technique, you're really going for precision, you know, not like, OK, I kind of got it. You know, or mm -hmm. like if you're trying to for, go for composition, that's going to be a different requirement for improvisation. It's a different requirement, you know, for that. So you want to really identify, OK, what's really what's really going to what what is necessary from this particular practice technique that I'm doing right now? Yeah, I could talk about that for the next 50 years. Oh, man, um, that's we've been talking about it for a while. <laughs> I know. But yeah, no, it's, it's just. Yeah, I mean, if you are practicing your scales and you're like, I want to get faster at the metro with the metronome, you know, the the Lord and Savior of the practice world. <laughs> um, it's like you can't just say, oh, I want to get up to 80. Like, I don't know, you're playing something 16th notes, 80 beats per minute. And like you do 72 and you get it like once and then you do 74 and you get it like every other time. It's, there, there's this fun rule and uh evil practice world that you got to play something five times right before you can go on and mm -hmm. then if you mess up in that five you got to go back to one it's actually mm -hmm. quite a brutal uh routine but it works effective yeah yeah it's it's harsh yeah. but no definitely it's fun. and then the last thing before we get into the three tips like three solid tips that we're going to give you to keep in mind is just how are you going to monitor your progress and these are kind of like interlaced with the tips that we're going to give you and we're going to expand on this a little bit but you know you need the basic idea here is that you need a way to keep track of your progress your brain alone is not a good way to keep track of your progress 
you know, and that can look at multiple different ways, which we're going to go over in one of the tips. So with that being said, let's go into the three tips for creating structure practice. And Dalton, why don't you kick us off with number one? Well, number one, practice what you preach. Oh, he has it right here. I'm showing it to Isaac. <laughs> Have a practice log. Mm -hmm. um, I write it in the daily calendar of what I've been practicing. Um, and then like the why is like, I am on Zoom a lot right now with life. And I think other people are as well. So I was doing a lot of guitar noodling and recent times and I realized I'm like, I'm not getting better at anything. And I went back to a good foundation. It's just like writing down what I've been playing, stop the noodling. So I've been doing that. I've been wanting to just keep up all of my reflexes. So I've been doing scales and arpeggios and I don't always do the same one every day. And then just working on good old Bohemian Rhapsody because it's, it's a classic, but yeah, mm -hmm. I'm actually writing down like how fast I'm going what my subdivisions are, the metronome are, um, because if not, like, I'm not going to remember how fast I play things or what section of the piece I've been playing. Like, like Bohemian Rhapsody is a long, longer-ish song, right? And if I played the first part on Monday and Tuesday, like, I should probably play a next section of the song, which I feel like lots of times we get really excited and we just play from the beginning. I'm like, I'm pretty good at the beginning. I actually have practiced that already. Like why not practice somewhere else? And I have, I have my log. My log tells me that what I practiced and when and how fast it went. And it's just super awesome to actually remember what you played on any instrument. So the practice log is a thing. Do it. Do it. You that's, heard it from Mr. Metronome himself. Yeah, yeah, but no, it, it's fun um, with that. And then sometimes even the last thing I'll make about the practice log is, you know, it, it, at least in the guitar world, sometimes we do want to dabble with things and all that. I still want to get my 30 minutes to maybe like 90 of like the super structured where I'm doing that. And then I get a little burnt out, like my, my practice wheels have gone and they have stopped. And then, yeah, I'll, I'll noodle for a little bit, just as fun. And then actually sometimes the noodling plans what I want to practice next. Mm. So I, I did my structure. I, I wrote down what I did, but I'm like, there's a different thing I wanted to play. But obviously my hands are tired and I have high school kids to attend to on Zoom <laughs> and other things as well. So I'm like, yeah. Uh, I'll noodle for a little bit and then maybe like in a couple of days I'm like oh yeah I was noodling that piece but like then I'll have to actually practice the piece because mm -hmm. the noodling's not going to get me anywhere so yeah that's that's the practice log very well put no that's awesome so yeah number one having a practice log get it get it done that's one way to get that structure going and number two it's recording yourself and this could either be video or audio it doesn't have to be professional quality it could literally be your phone on like the selfie cam or you know if you're on your computer it's easy to plug into your interface and just get a quick clip going a audio note on your guitar whatever some way to like that you can actually that you can hear back what you sound like or both hear back and look because it doesn't always sound like you don't always sound like what you think you sound like and so this is very honest, very 
um, revealing at times, but and it, it's tough sometimes to hear these things, but very necessary if you if you want to grow, if you want to get better, because I can tell you about like I remember even just cutting like little tracks here for like TikTok or Instagram and I'll be playing and all of a sudden I'm hearing back and I'm like, what is that little buzz I hear? And where is that coming from? And like, oh, I'm not properly muting one of these strings and the gain is getting all over the place. Yeah, things like that, you know, or just more, maybe not so subtle things, but like, just like, oh, my timing is not so strong here. That kind of, that sounded sloppy. And I thought if, you know, maybe you were feeling really pumped about it and you were like, oh, that sounded super good. Maybe it felt really good, but then you get a little distance from it. You know, you can see exactly what's going on. Yeah, record yourself and listen <laughs> back. And actually listen back. Don't record yourself and say, oh, I recorded myself. That's great. No, actually, like, that's part of your practice plan. Go back and, like, listen to what you sound like. Because, yeah, sometimes you do get really excited or pumped. Or here's another weird thing is it, it sounds a little bit different from a different angle. You know, like good Star Wars from my point of view. Mm -hmm. Um but yeah, like you're playing the guitar here or whatever instrument. And like, what does it sound like for people that are 10 mm -hmm. feet away from you? Mm -hmm. You know, um, because again, you're working really hard. And oftentimes when you're working hard, you kind of forget about certain things. And then when you listen, it kind of exposes. I like saying it's transparent. Yeah. Like the recording doesn't lie. Because when you're when you're playing, there is a lot going on if you're practicing. There is a lot going on. Your brain yeah. is on high gear. You're engaging your muscle, your memory, everything. And then to listen and like assess at the same time, that's, that's, I think that's asking a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, your ear is working. You are listening, but like not in the way where you just look back, you're not doing anything else. And all you now you can actually pay full attention to what it is that you were doing and you can you will you will pick up on stuff that you're doing that you might have not even been aware of you know like on a video like sometimes my tend to flare up my pinky and i see that sometimes i was like why the hell is that pinky keep uh it like jumps out too much for my taste you know and that leads to a little bit of trouble tension, but tension is the enemy bro tension is the enemy but that's uh that's number two recording yourself that's uh it's the, the musician's mirror. And when you take us out, Dalton, with number three. Ooh. Yeah, for sure. Is Okay. This is something that I think is very refreshing. And sometimes we don't really think about too much is because we just want to practice. We want to get things done. And then we go on with our life. But as you were saying, when you reflect with listening back to a recording and being nitpicky what you can also be nitpicky about like how do you feel about your practicing like you know did you notice that you were able to improve something did you record something and then you fixed out a bug and it sounded better um did you look back at your your practice log and you're like i wanted to play my scale at 102 and you're like oh i actually got up to 102 are you down at 90 so you can that can like kind of give you insight like how you feel and having accomplishments and when i say accomplishments they can be the smallest little accomplishment it's like the same thing when people think about a uh, lifting weights or losing weight that thing it's just like someone's like i want to be able to bench press i'm gonna give you a horrible number here because i don't know what heavy is like 
175 pounds. It's just that's like, heavy. all right. That's heavy. Yeah. That's heavy. Okay. Thank God. Um, <laughs> well, that's, it's and, legit. I mean, I've seen dudes lift a lot. I can't lift that, but that but seems anyways, like a normal strongman number. <laughs> yeah. But if like that, that's your goal and you're at like 135 right now, like you shouldn't be like kicking yourself in the foot. You're like, well, two weeks ago you were at 125. Like you've gone up 10 pounds in two weeks or a month or whatever. Like, have like those little things to track because it will make you feel better about yourself. It gives you a sense of confidence that you are getting better. I feel like lots of people get stuck in a rut because all they can see is the end goal. It's Mm -hmm. like, no, like, you know, you have those little baby goals and then you can say, Oh, I accomplished it. I went that much faster. The B section on Bohemian Rhapsody. um, I can finally connect all those pingy harmonic notes and you, you did it. And, that's obviously not the entire piece of music, but it's a sense of accomplishment within those little brackets, and it makes well, you, you feel can feel good, good which, about that day. Yeah, yeah, it makes you want to play more, and it doesn't get you in ruts, and then you can actually progress and not just be stuck. And it's mm-hmm. and I, I'd like to say too, like if you fall short, you know, like you were trying to go to one hundred two and you only made it to ninety five or ninety, you couldn't push past, you know. That doesn't necessarily have to be a negative thing. Obviously, maybe there is a negative feeling there, but I think Dalton and the way he works, his brain works and mind a little bit is that that can that can motivate you. You know, mm-hmm. that can be like you didn't do it. It's like, yeah, that's a push that you might need to like, OK, I need to focus this on a little more. So that goes in your practice log. You saw it when you recorded it yourself and then now you're asking yourself, OK, how do I feel about that? Not great. I didn't make it. So what are you going to work on tomorrow? You know what you met, you know, you didn't reach your goal today. You know what you're going to work on tomorrow. And you might be a little fired up when you get in there. Cause like, I'm going to get to that fucking one or two today. You know, like you want to go do some Brazilian jiu-jitsu. You get fired up to practice. You got to get fired up, bro. Otherwise you just get thrown around. You feel like shit. <laughs> oh yeah. That's no good. That's no good. Nobody no wants good. that. No, man, but I, l- I like that, you know, you got to keep track of how you're doing and not just how you're doing, but how you're feeling because we're not machines, you know, we're not, you know, we're going to relate and something sometimes too many of the negative feelings can keep you away from practicing. Um, so that's, I think, important to keep in mind and in perspective that like this is a process. You're working towards something. There are really good days. Sometimes they're really bad days. Sometimes there's hopefully most of those are in between and hopefully most of those are going up, but it's a process nevertheless. So keep Ooh. that in mind. I, yes? I also just thought of something. Um, yeah, please. To, to put this in a bow that's nice is that you have all these things for practicing. They can also be said about performing as well as that you think you're doing all these good things that you record a Ooh. performance or do all that because it can let you know because you'll have the nerves. Sometimes the instrument feels a little different when you have the shaky hands or whatever. And all the things that we're talking about, yeah, they go into practicing. But as far as like the self-reflection and recording yourself and like, did you are you feeling that you accomplished things? The same thing can be said about a performance. Mm -hmm. And then that can let you go back and inform what you need to practice. I've I've had the opposite be true also like I remember I've been because I get really nervous on stage and 
and sometimes I've been up there and I can't get out of practice mode. I can't get out of like judging myself and assessing myself. And I feel like sometimes every note I'm playing, like in my head, I'm like, God, I suck so bad. And that's all I can't stop thinking about that. And, you know, and there's just like anxiety and all these feelings. And then sometimes like I've gone back to listen to it now that I'm not in yeah, that situation. And I'm like, as bad as you thought it was. Yeah, that was that was 100 percent. I was like, all right, it wasn't like and it kind of helped. Because then next time I was there, I was like, hey, this is mo it's more in my head than what's actually mm -hmm. in reality. I'm just everything's like amplified because I'm up there. And then I was like, dude, just do your thing and stop thinking about it so much and kind of try to enjoy it. You know, and it's it, that that has it, it's worked for me in the in the past, you know, and I think that keep, keep in mind. And I think that could be true for um for practice too in a performance like you hear back and and you maybe in your head you're like man this is terrible and you hear back yeah. it's like actually it's not so bad you know yeah that that one little fret buzz that that you dwell on you go back and you listen good to it very it, good point and it, the buzz one the buzz probably isn't as bad as you thought it was in your yeah. head and then two is like what happens in a piece of music like it goes on and like nobody just stop just stops like your performance or recording go Hey Dalton, you uh, you you buzzed in measure yeah. forty two. Take, it's take just two. Like, Let's try that take, again. Take two. Like <laughs> yeah, it's just like it just keeps on going on. And then I've even watched that with like really 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 good classical guitarists, where like you know sometimes like like even they have like a memory slip or something like that, and you can tell they get all like mad, but like they just keep on going, and you forget about it like within like five ten seconds. It's not like yeah you're going to go up to them and go, Hey, you, uh, you messed up in the B section of something like, no, there was a little boo-boo and you just keep going yeah. on and they shred. So it's, it's fine. Be a professional. It's gonna, yeah. It's going to be okay. Yeah. It's going to be fine. But those are the, those are the three tips with some, some thoughts before you get into those. Um, we hope that those help and we'd love to hear how your practice sessions are going. So, if you have any questions or any comments, anything you'd like to add or for us to expand upon, we'd be happy to hear from you. And Mr. Metronome is always available on the DMs. So definitely hit him up first if you're going to ask him about practice before oh, you hit should, me up. They should ask you about the metronome first. Well, I can tell them everything that you shouldn't be doing. I can, <laughs> I've made many, many mistakes. So maybe that's helped me out a little bit. Um, but yeah, man, no, definitely get in the shed practice and have a plan and you know it's like you said like in the gym you got to get those gains man you got to show in you got to show in with the plan and just do it yeah and be be conscious about what you're doing and why mm -hmm. and you will you will see results even if they're small small yeah. results are better than none so a hundred percent keep grinding away yeah and with that thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you on the next one later mm -hmm.